Hey guys, what's going on? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of the Bullpen Cart Podcast presented by Thunderblogsports.com. Myself and Jared Barnes are here down in Avalon. We recorded this early Friday morning, getting this up by lunchtime for you so you can listen on your way home or this weekend. But we are here for a softball tournament. We talk that and we talk everything baseball this past week. It was a wild week. We had protests. We had a lot of homers. We had everything. It was pretty awesome. We talk about a lot of it. Trade deadline rumors, all that good stuff. Some stadium snacks, some bleacher creatures, all the fun stuff. Cannot wait to hear what you guys think in the comments. But as always, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. We are going to be trying to drop our first football show on Sunday night. So make sure that you follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podcoin, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, ThunderBLG. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Thunderblog Sports, just like the website is the username to search there. But enjoy this week's episode. It was a ton of fun to record, guys. Cannot wait to hear what you think. And here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Bullpen Card Podcast, presented by Thunderblogsports.com, a part, the namesake, in fact, of the Bullpen Card Podcast feed. I, of course, am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell, joining me all the way from the Jersey Shore, where we are doing a early morning pod here on a Friday. My man, Jared Barnes. How are you, my friend? Jordy, I'm absolutely going to sound like Lou Brown all morning. Makes sense. We have Joe Boo with us we, here, too. We do have Joe Boo with us here. Yes. Um, he, he's kept hats on bats and kept them warm. Yes. Um, with his AC cranking, we do need something to keep yeah, us warm. Yeah, but it was glorious sleep last night. Um, after we finally played softball for the fourth time in 11 weeks, um, a nice 10 nothing five-inning win. Yeah, huge. Was, uh, no rust here. No, there, no, there's a lot of rust. I'm feeling it today. Um, so, yes. Yes, yes, yes. What what can I? I don't even know. I'm drinking decaf coffee right now. I, know, I have some weird am... cappuccino mix. It's um, yeah, we're here. We're, great digs, great yeah, digs here. Yeah, in we're Avalon. we're we're playing in a, a shore softball tournament. That's why we're down here. Kind of ran out of time last night to record one, like we did last Thursday. So figured before we start working here early on this Friday, get this up. I'm gonna try to get it up by lunch. So hopefully you're heading home from work. You're listening to this, rolling right into the weekend, but. A lot of baseball to talk about. Jared, a lot of excitement since we last met a week ago. What happened? I've been I've been inept this the past oh, well, week because of work. So. Oh no no no! <laughs> I'm glad it was natural. Uh, you know, a lot of different a lot of different trade rumors have come out. A lot of different moves have been made. Uh, the Phillies made a trade acquiring a reliever from the Twins. They signed Drew Smiley. Uh-huh. A lot of different things. Mayor's bets were had and won. Yes yes, and I, I have to congratulate. Uh, Jordy on uh, my me buying the first case of beer because the Pirates do not know how to win a fucking game, especially yeah. when they're up. Uh, thanks, boys. And also, when you have the bases loaded in the ninth inning and you can win the game and you flare out. Or actually, no, you, you look out striking three batters in a row when you have an ability to tie or win the game. So, boys, great job. I mean, you, you lost again last night to St. Louis, so you're keeping it strong. I'm, yeah. I appreciate you. Well... We can jump into that in a little bit. Yeah. A couple other things. First time ever in Major League history. Three straight days with three with a player hitting three home runs. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it happened last night. All right, who was it? All right, so the so 
hold on, let me pull it up. But Some we, dude. But we had, uh, we'll, we'll circle back on that. We also had the first ever save by yes. position player. We're just talking about this right before we jumped on is all these different. So tech. you look that guy up. I don't want this video to play. These, uh, yeah, we have Stevie Wilkerson of the Baltimore Orioles who did who threw 14 pitches, none of which were faster than 60 miles an hour. And it says he's the and actually. Now this is a byline here. It says the first player to become the first position player to record a save since '69. Wow, summer '69. It's great. I think that's when the save officially became a stat. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, man. It's uh, it's. I'll tell you what. It's a weird, weird, weird time right now. Major League Baseball, as always. Um, you know. Yeah, we're a week away from the trade deadline. Things are seemingly starting to 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 heat up. We had. The Royals flat out say, talked about them a little bit last week, okay. flat out say they're not trading Whit Merrifield. Ah. Guy we theorized a little bit, second baseman outfielder. Yes. Uh, steals a lot of bases, hits for average. Um, we have Madison Bumgarner talk really, Bum. heat, really heating up. But the real intriguing thing about that, Jared, is that the Giants aren't going away. He's nah. thrown a couple gems for them. And San Francisco all of a sudden is by... I don't know why Yahoo has them ahead of the Arizona Diamondbacks, but they're tied with Arizona at 52 and 51. Okay. They are a few games back of the Cubs and Nationals, who are tied for wild card for wild cards one and two. Um, and the Phillies are right there, obviously. The Brewers are there. So we got a lot of different people hanging out in that mix. But this is kind of what we talked about last week, because all these different teams hanging around. And with July 31st rapidly approaching, it's five days away. Yeah. And... A lot of teams are still in this mix. We don't, and with one trade deadline, yeah, we may just see a lot of these teams stay pat as all these different rumors are now starting to get squashed, like the Royals are saying. Well, it's one of those where every year you don't know until you know, and I think it's one of those where there's a lot of mumness. There's a lot of, all right, this is going to happen. There's a lot that's floated out there by agents. And it's really a time where until it actually happens, so the Drew Smiley, I remember hearing that driving down uh, the road, and I was like, he has an eight. He's an eight point whatever ERA. Okay, it's an arm, but yeah. it isn't a year where you got high quality, in my opinion, players on the move. Now, yeah. um, one of the quality players that could be on the move is uh, our, really, our closer, Felipe Vasquez. Yep, I a mean, lot of closer talk. Alex yeah. Coloma, the White yeah. Sox, is heavily thrown around. I mean, the the nightmare, and he's good. I mean, that would be great bait, but I don't know, man. It's it's one of those where. It's kind of, I mean, with Drew Smiley, in my opinion, being one of the first shoes to fall, I mean, more like a domino, in my opinion. Yeah. It definitely ain't heavy. Um, we will see here moving forward what the trade deadline does for us this year. Um, it's definitely not, I think Mad Bum may go, but that might be really the only exciting trade, in my opinion, out of the whole deal. Yeah, Granky's the other big name thrown around, and so is Robbie Ray. So I feel like one Reg, of them... Reggie, Reggie Ray? Reggie Ray, the concussion count is on. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Robbie Ray was the was the big name that was thrown around. Now Granky's really getting thrown out there. So I don't know if... I don't think they'd pull the trigger on both. Well, did I hear correctly that Granky's just a weird bird, too? Yeah, he's had a lot of different things throughout life. Yeah. When he was on the Royals, he had depression issues and stuff like that. And he had the crazy... Oh, I didn't ERA. mean weird like that. Like I thought no, no, he was no, just like that. a funky. No, no, dude. but yeah, he is a funky guy. He's always had he's always had that thing to him. Um, I didn't want to sound like I was insensitive. Yes, there, yes, but, yes. Um, yeah, he's always had the, he's always had a thing to him. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if that makes a difference yeah. on, on whether or not you want to add that to your clubhouse so late into the season. I don't know if that, that jumps into, especially with the more analytic minds out there. Uh, they just say, all right, just insert and, and go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how this all goes. The one that I think we're hearing zero talk about, that we kind of – we had Matt ask us this last week of why we're hearing arms and not bats. Yeah. The the bench bat, I feel like we're either going to see a lot of them just kind of go under the radar because of a big-name trade like a Madison Bumgarner or we're going to get zero. And I've really seen nothing about a potential bench bench bat or a guy to get traded like Curtis Granderson a couple years ago when the Dodgers got him. A uh, guy to get added from being a yeah. starter to a bench. No, none of that really out there. And I feel like yeah. – Maybe that'll just happen Happen well, anyway. You know, it's interesting because I think one of the reasons why we're really not seeing this anymore is, and maybe this is a hot take, I just think it's the eye test, the whole sabermetrics. Excuse me as I got hurt, got hit there real quick. That was... That was that was the coffee creamer. No, that was... Um, actually, that was... Uh, I can't even... Gabe Kapler getting me with the juju oh, for saying sabermetrics. He heard you. He heard you. <laughs> um, Joe, Boo did, Joe Boo failed to protect you. Yeah, he did. No, so I really think with all the Sabre metrics now, you don't have like, oh, we need to pick up a utility guy, Jared yeah. Barnes, quote-unquote, yeah. to come in and just sit on a bench and be there and be the clubhouse guy, too. It's well, that's more, why the Phillies got Brad Miller. Yeah. So there is there is still a little, a bit, little bit. but yeah. Miller is okay. Yeah, but they got him to be that, that kind of, because of different injuries and because of different stuff, a, a different plug-and-play guy because Kingery's getting more starting time in, in light of Andrew McCutcheon going down and all that. Can we not talk about that? It's still yeah, a sore subject. It's very sad. Very sad But story. I did invite him to our watch party for the Phillies and the Pirates last week since he was still in Philly. He did yeah. not respond, but we did. Hey, the, the invitation's still out there. Yeah, it's it is. Still open. It is. Um, but yeah, let's, let's jump into it. We can kind of talk about this a little more as we go along. Hot teams of the week. Oh, you did it to me again. I never have. I'm never ready. All right, I'll start. We'll start in the. We'll start in the NL. We'll start okay. in a familiar territory for you. I am gonna go with the San Francisco Giants. We talked right. about them a little bit. They're eight and two. You always find this a team that gets hot right before the trade deadline. Mm. But their their run differential has been absolutely abysmal. Their pitching staff, outside of Madison Bumgarner and a few relievers mm-hmm. who also may be on the move. Uh, not the greatest in their offense struggles mm-hmm. to put it to put it lightly. Yeah, um, they they picked up Kevin Pillar from the Blue Jays really early on. Oh in yeah, the year. and he was I've seen when he was playing the Phillies this year was at a game, yeah. and actually I also watched him against the Pirates or excuse me, it was the Pirates, not the Phillies. Yeah, and yeah, guys. First good. off, he's wearing a Schmedium jersey, yeah. and he should because he's yoked. Second off, he can crack the ball, and he's a great fielder. Oh yeah, absolutely great center fielder, um, one of the better better bleacher creatures we had of a guy asking Toronto Blue Jays for a source when they announced the trade. Oh. They replied, uh, literally us, the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> uh, um, great. Twitter's, Twitter's great sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're, so their offense towards the bottom of the barrel yeah. in the league, uh, you have to you have to think they're probably going to get, they're, they're going to get get rid of some guys. Like, you feel yeah. like they got to get, got to get some, some reloading here. But they've, their season's been, you know, it's it's getting there. I mean, we mentioned it. They're they're hanging on right there. They've caught up a couple of their young yeah. guys. Mike Yastrzemski, one of their top prospects, actually been pretty good. Nine homers, twenty nine ribbies, and a two fifty four batting average in just over fifty yeah. games now. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you'd think that this team they've built it before. They've built up, obviously, the three World Series in five years yep. and everything there. 
you'd think that they know how to how do they build there. So you'd you'd think they approach this in a smart way, but but being in the mix right now, you'd think that they can you know, they might get caught up in the moment. One thing we can't forget too is the Bochi factor. Yeah. Bruce Bochi retiring. Yep. They want to do what they can to keep him out on top. Yep. Plus they want to find somebody there that will f- come fill in, you know, talking about Lou Brown. If anybody embodies Lou Brown from Major League is Bruce Bochi. Yeah, almost. Yeah, like I mean, Bobby Cox is out of Major League Baseball. He basically was Lou Brown. Or Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou. Mm -hmm. Sweet Lou was was yeah, it was just not was Lou Brown drinking gin. That's right. Yeah, he was the John Daly of baseball. Yeah. Um, But yeah, all right. So who do you got for the National League? Once again, guess who's hot after the All Star break? The Cards. Yep. Winners of five straight. Swept my buckos. You sons of bitches. Plus 27 run differential. Uh, they are tied with my Cubbies. I know. All my teams here. Yeah. Um, Good to your third team in a little bit. Yeah, we will get to my third team in a little yeah. bit. you got to at least admit I've embraced it. Oh, yeah. yeah you have. You absolutely have. embraced it. Um, yeah, the cards are warm again. They always are. I mean, it, it's the nine-game go- – so coming, looking forward here of their their schedule, they play the Strohs um, tonight. It's uh, 8-15. Uh, let's get back into the schedule a little bit. Let me see how many games I got with the Stroh. I would think a three-game set because it's interleague. But yeah. They, yeah they, you never know, man. Yeah, they, they normally do that four-game, oh, two yeah. games at home, two games away during the middle of the week. So here we go. Here's going to be there until August 9th when they play the Pirates again, and we'll probably sweep them. Houston for three, the Cubs for three in um, at home, and then they're going to Oakland. Okay. For two games, then they're in LA with the the Dodgers for three. So interesting. Um, and in interestingly enough, uh, for the three ten game on August seventh, if you're in Los Angeles, tickets as low as five dollars. Oh, I love looking at ticket prices on schedules. Jesus oh, it's great. Right. Oh, uh, it's so funny. And pa- uh, and uh, for those, uh, <laughs> Garrett Cole is up against Ponce de Leon. There you go. On uh, Saturday. So, yeah. blast from the past. He's coming back. Looking for the, he, he found that fountain of youth. He must have. Jumping back, though, on, on the Cardinals, they're, they're finally kind of they're finally coming into what we thought they were going to be well, coming into the season. And they do this every single year. And how the NL Central works is the Pirates are the hottest team in baseball going into the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. We talked about this before. The, the statistic that shows that. And then out of the break, but the Cards or the Cubs just gangbusters the rest of the season. Yeah, you, you've seen the Cubs do it a lot in the last yeah. couple of years. Uh, but the the big guy in the last ten games, uh-huh. Paul Goldschmidt, absolutely on fire. Not to jump on players, we nope. might, we might yep. end up skipping it because we have to get to work. But um, he just five homers in his last ten games, an ass ton of RBIs. Yep. He's I really mean, cranking up hits. DeJong this is the guy. Had, this is the guy had three that, homers last night. Yep, he was one of one of our three home run men. Um, and I mean, this is what this is what they signed up for. And their pitching staff has been good all year, and it's just gotten oh so much better. So, are uh, you saying this? They are who we thought they were. Exactly, they've become who we thought they were going to be. Uh-huh. Instead of sort of instead of the story of on paper they're going to be this unreal team and they're going to be great, and the NL Central is yep. going to be like it was in 2015, yeah. and then they had the slow start, and now they're finally getting it yeah. together. So. It's good. It's good for baseball to, to see the to see the Cardinals come back around because this is a team that isn't going to be out for long. They're not a team that makes a ton of big big splashes outside yeah, of their no. home system. They did with Goldschmidt, and it's starting to really 
he really start to get the, off the, granny the, 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 or, the oh, granny the other yes day. he did yeah exactly I mean I think once they start to score more runs look out yep it's just that question of when they do because on the side of the Cubs or the Brewers if the Cubs pitching staff tightens it up just a bit and their offense continues to put yeah. it the output that they do it might turn into a Cubs Cardinals race. The Brewers need to really figure it out. Yeah. Not to they weren't really cold last week, but their pitching staff needs to really figure it out for them to to hang out and really have an opportunity there to really make a strike because their offenses we're seeing right now when their offense goes a little bit cold. What's happening? They're now two games back in the yeah in the division. They technically hold on to a wild card spot, uh, or they to, they yeah. well they're third um, because the the Nationals and Cubs are tied. Yep. Uh, but they're behind the Phillies by sheer losses. They have the same number of wins. We mentioned the the, the Giants right on their tail, yep. which that might fall off. Arizona might fall off. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how this oh, all yeah. goes. And it always is. Yeah. I think, personally, other than, I would say, the AL East, it's the best division in baseball. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. Because the the despite the Pirates really cooling off post-All-Star <laughs> break, I mean, they're still, I mean, offensively, they're still pretty solid. Yeah. You're just seeing the starting pitching kind of... Th- Again, water finding its level. You're seeing the the Pirates starting pitching outside of Chris Archer mm-hmm. be where we thought and it was Chris going Archer to be. Chris Archer hasn't been that good either. Exactly. Um, and then the Reds are, are really tailing off with their offense. Mm-hmm. But still, their pitching staff is one of the best. Sneakily one of the best in the National League. So I, that's not a hot take by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination. Certainly the best division in the National League. Yeah. Um, cold teams. You want to start with this? Do, could we just go to I uh, talk about the home system? You want to you do you want to do a little pirate talk on yeah, cold teams? Yeah, because I mean they're the worst flipping team since the All Star break. Colorado's been pretty bad. Uh, we've lost five in a row. Yeah, I mean it's, it's all right. I'll go Colorado. Uh, they've won one. Uh, there's st- <laughs> two and eight in their last ten as well. You do, we'll do pirate talk. Yeah, um, oh, man, the Buckos. Guys, what the hell is going on right now? It's oh, good. There's a free shirt Friday on August second. I could actually, pro- I could, go, and it's Dollar Dog Night. So if you want to show wow. up, wow, that's two for a two for one, two for you. Got to get. You don't get many of those anymore. Got to. Not in today's day and age. Um, you got Yamison Tyone saying, "Oh, quote, this season's probably a wash for me." Um, we're probably. Is he saying? Is that him basically saying, "Shut me down for the year"? I'm guessing so. Yeah. Uh, these are. This is the latest news headlines. Possible trade ship Lowell's gets roughed up. Deadline nears. What will the NL Century do? Uh, Solid. Uh, we had one Aquila. I don't know the reason for the suspension. Here's a good one. Set up man trade candidate says little. He's confused about an allegation. Apparently, he, he received a two-game suspension for an unspecified violation of his contract. According to multiple reports, and this is from Adam Barry, uh, Keela was involved in a clubhouse argument with a front office staffer. Apparently, it's around his somewhat his uniform. Um, I'm still trying to get into this. I, From my understanding, it was something in regards to he violated the uniform policy or something like that. I have no clue what the hell that even means. But I did, when I was at Wrigley, I did see when we were in the locker room, there is actually a schematic there that shows what your uniform is supposed to look like, either if you're going out for practice or if you're going out for a game. Like, and it's there was like 80 points on like you. You guys make fun of me for how my uniform looks when I play softball. Like this was even more intense no. with that. And I was like, okay, that's great. Um, but I'll tell you what, it, the Bucks. It's once again, it's one of those where we're proving 
that unless something really happens, there there's no way that I mean Musgroves is not getting the the backup that he needs. Um, he has thrown a couple pitches where it's like they they're missing and they're just they're just getting taken apart. So yeah. um, that's all I can say. So are you still on the Stan Pat train, or do you think they'd try to dish somebody like Corey Dickerson out? I would hope not. I mean, yeah. he's been good. Yeah, he's it's, been solid. I mean, the, you know, we look at our lineup, and they actually have some really good players that could in a in a year here. I mean, you you have a number of guys of everyday players, Dickerson included, yeah. Belky Cabrera, Kevin Newman, and Brian Reynolds, all batting over three hundred. And the thing was, what yeah. I mean, we joked at the beginning of the season about the Milkman. Yeah. Um, and and it's great because. Oh, now it's going to do this to me, you bastard. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's having himself a solid renaissance-type year. I mean, batting over 300. Mm-hmm. He has six homers, a little bit lower than we normally see from him, but he's a big big average guy, as and we remember from the steroid year. And he's not doing bad um, either in the outfield. I mean, yeah. that short porch in right field is really good for him at yeah. PNC Park. I mean, Francisco Liriano, still batting a 1,000. Yep. Yeah. So, That's what you need. Um, I mean, if you look at the highest... OPS of 2,000. Yeah. Uh, Brault has... Uh, he's 7 for 21, 8 for 21. He has the best batting average on the team right now. Then you got McRae, Reynolds, Newman, Dickerson, Cabrera, then Jacob Stalin. Colin Moran was a nice pickup, bringing him from the farm system this year, the uh, the Viking himself. Um, Adam Frazier's had a great season. Yeah. Jose Asuna coming off the bench. I th- uh, the other night when against the Phillies, he was batting four twelve off the bench as a pinch hitter. That's great. Well, I mean, it was amazing. That's huge. So, I mean, Josh Bell cooled down. I know everyone's going to say, oh, it was the home run derby. No. No, Bell has been swinging at bad pitches, and he himself has even admitted it's not been good. Yeah. I mean, the highlight recently would be when they brought the 79 team back for the We Are Family. Kent Kelvey was there, Dave Parker, um, Willie Stargell's widow was there, and she talked highly about Josh Bell. She goes, I wish these two could meet because she said, I know Josh would learn a lot from Willie, and Willie would have learned a lot from Josh. And she goes, he has such a good demeanor. He's just a good kid. Um, and then you had Dave Parker saying that uh, if they batted at PNC Park, they would have capsized boats in the Allegheny. <laughs> and I don't... Disagree with him because Dave Parker, Mad Dog, what a swing. What a swing. Is it, it Junior esque? I think it, it was just it was just very violent. Oh. Very violent with power. Um, and unfortunately, I did read that he uh, was um, diagnosed with Parkinson's in 2013. Uh, but he goes, I hate I w- to hear that. Yeah, and he goes, I wouldn't have missed this for the world. So. That's great. That's awesome. You know, if, if, if there's a silver lining in everything, it was the 29 or the uh, 1979 team coming yeah. along. Um, and I, there was still a good group of them that were there. Uh, Phil Garter, old Ironsides. You know, a lot of people forget that his number is retired by the Pirates. That's awesome. So, I mean, like, yeah. there's, there's guys we don't talk about. And a fun story was Chuck Tanner. Um, it's not. It's kind of sad. I was reading on it. His mom passed away when they were down three nothing in the series, the day of the game. And Kent Kelvey went up and said, "Like Phil, like what's what's going to happen?" He goes, "He goes, we're just gonna we're gonna get a little extra help today." Love and that's it. when they came back and swept. Love it. Yeah. And uh, also, Teak played. Kent uh, Kelvey played a inning in the outfield, and Chuck Tanner said, 
They're like, why did you put him in the outfield when you brought on a new reliever? He goes, pitcher shag fly balls every day. I think he could have caught it if it came to him, which it did. So <laughs> there you go. That, that's that's your Buckos news. They they got to do something. We killed two birds with one stone. There. That's all I can say. Love it. Yeah. I don't. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Well, I mean, I don't think it's this. I don't think it's the Pirates year, but I think you're building towards something. Jesus Christ, Jordy hasn't been the Pirates year since '94. I mean, towards well, something. Well, I mean, the wild card Cueto game. Yeah. So, we mentioned Colorado. Uh, honorable mention there. We'll jump over the American League. We'll start with hot teams. Go for it, kid. All right. So, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Indians because this is a team we've been kind of waiting. You have to. Yeah. With Joe Boo right here, uh, <clears> we, we had to. Had to. We were waiting for this. Waiting for Cleveland to figure this out, make this a race. And now, all of a sudden, here they are, two games out. Of the AL Central, and Jared, amongst a ton of different trade rumors that they might try to trade Trevor Bauer, the different guys might get thrown around. Cleveland is throwing it in everybody's faces. They're right back yeah. in this thing, and they've been a good team ever since they made the series a couple years ago. Yeah, like sneak not sneakily good, the, but the consistently Windians, good. The Windians have been around. The Windians. Oh yeah, that's what they call them in Cleveland. Ah. The Windians. Yeah, they've been around. I mean, they. They or, had or, the, a, or a baseball team. They had the game 163, I think, when we were in college. And they've been kind of oh, hanging yeah, around yeah. there. Then you had all those Royals years that kind of masked it. And then you're right. Mm-hmm. Then they make the World Series. And then all of a sudden, they're this, they're one of the better teams. And then the Astros come along. So they yeah. kind of not even missed the window. But they kind of, they've had this. They're in purgatory. Yeah. Not even purgatory. Because they're right there. They're in the playoffs. And making the baseball playoffs is a feat in and of itself. But this year seems different because they started so slow. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, everybody yeah. is taking off for him. Carlos Santana, obviously another home run derby guy, but he's now mashing the ball. He's at 21 homers, 54 ribbies. So do you, what do you think what was the issue when he was in Pit, uh, Pittsburgh? When he, was, when he was in, when he was in Philadelphia. Philadelphia? I don't yeah. think he never got his average going. He just never, I don't know if he never got used to Citizens Bank Park. He was drawing walks. Do you think That's that they wanted thing. they wanted too much out of him? I don't think so. I mean, he was do, he's doing a lot of the same things that he's doing this year. He just okay. wasn't, I think he was more familiar with progressive field because he played there for so long. Mm-hmm. And I think he finally, he found, this is the correction from last year. He has 21 homers. He already has over 100 yeah. hits. Um, but he has 74 walks. I mean, that's what he was doing with the Phillies. He just wasn't hitting for average. His yeah. on-base percentage was 350. Uh, when his batting average was 230. Um, and now you have that similar split now at 280 and 405. That's true. But yeah, I mean, they're going back on the team. It's just in, just in general, they're getting healthy. The players on their team are all starting to hit a lot better. They're starting to hit for a lot more power. Francisco Lindor is starting to look more and more like the Francisco Lindor we know and love. Yep. Um, he's getting he's creeping closer and closer to 20 homers. He's close to 300. And their pitching staff is off the wall. Yeah. Still one of the best in baseball and is really showing it. Shane Bieber leading the way for these guys. Your and, all-star MVP. Yes, your all-star MVP. Trevor Bauer, the, the guy we're talking about that might get traded. He's hanging around there. The, the real key for him is just get that pitching staff more and more healthy, and they're going to be just fine. And I think you mentioned it last week that Minnesota's really starting to slow up, and we saw it a lot more this week. This is going to be an exciting race, and I think this is a team that is going to stand pat. Yeah. I don't think we're seeing Trevor Bauer move, especially because a lot of teams, I think, because of all the different... Yep. Talk about a guy who's a little bit kooky off the field. 
all the different stuff that Trevor Bauer does, I think that gives a lot of teams pause on whether or not they want to bring him and insert that sort of personality yeah. into a lineup so late into the year. Um, between the drone stuff, the outspokenness on Twitter, mm-hmm. all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. I don't know if that's something you want to go for. And I say that as a team yeah. fan of a team that's been thrown out in the Trevor Bauer sweepstakes. Yep. Um, but I think he works in Cleveland. Cleveland's working really well. And I think they're going to keep continue to figure this out. Yeah. Because right now, a team that normally does very well hitting for average, where their third highest everyday starters batting 250, wow. still seems incredibly low. And it's July 26th, and I think it's going to keep going higher. So we ha- I think something I just thought of is, can we figure out whether or not Cleveland got really good when Drew Carey got skinny? I don't know. We need to, is, is, there, that, is there a correlation to that? Let's let's dive into. We should have a, a we should have like a serial like podcast diving into that. Hmm. Yeah. Can you do a good Drew Carey impression? No. No. All right. We'll need to work on that. My Lou Brown is the only thing you're getting out of me today. Yeah. yeah the only the only Cleveland impression we're getting. We're contenders. We don't even get recognized in our own ballpark. That's right. It's true. I love this soap opera shit. <sighs> Major League Two, the deep cuts. Yes, yes. All right, who you got for our team? Hmm. Hmm. Well, since nobody has a winning streak more than two games. Um, I mean, if you take a look at it, they're winning one. We should go into their statistics real quick, or I should find how to... Who you got? I'm trying, Jordy. Hold on. Damn it. I'm not prepared today. I'm so out of sorts. (laughs) This is stupid. Okay, here we are. AL, how you doing? Okay. We're going to go with the Strohs. All righty. Astros are doing pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Let's see here. Uh, Good week out of them. Yeah, they they are. And and they've, that's been one of the things where nothing is working today. Nothing's working, Jordy. So the big thing, the big thing with them is that they beat playoff-like talent. Yeah, they just took care of the of the Rangers yep. this past week. I mean, a team sweeper Rangers. Yeah, a team that that was hanging around. They were hanging right around in this in the wild card talk, but now the A's have really come on. The Angels have come on a little bit, and I think we're going to start to really hear Rangers talk so on trades. If but you, if you look at them. You know, we'll, we'll go a couple games back. They took two out of three from the Angels. They split with the Rangers. Yep. Then they took they split with the Angels four game set. Then they swept the Rangers, and then they just took two or three from the Athletics. Um, and the Athletics are a, always, you know, with the Billy Bean Money Ball. They, they're always just a team that's they're, they're another great solid. They're another talk about good second half teams. Mm-hmm. The Oakland Athletics are the epitome of second yeah, half. They baseball. really are. And you know, it's sixty six and thirty eight. You know, the Strohs are – it's one of those where – This is the big orange machine. I When did that start? I don't know. I just called it that. Okay. All yeah. right. Is that copyright infringement? I don't know. Okay. Well, hmm. I mean, Pete Rose, well, well, he sells his own memorabilia. Will he be – when we get to your talk, what do you think he'll be at the game tonight? Well, it's tomorrow night. Or maybe. tomorrow night, yes. I don't know. I don't know if the Phillies welcome him back like the, the Reds welcome back Pete Rose. Um, but anyway, the Astros, yeah, you know, they – they pump it out. I mean, they they fire on all cylinders every week. They, they do, and I mean, if you're looking at it, Michael Brantley's leading the team in batting average. I mean, he got a he got a very warm welcome back at um, in Cleveland for the All Star game. Bregman has 26 home runs and an OPS at 392. I mean, Brantley has 124 fits, and then yeah, Yuri Gurriel, um, you know, 65 RBIs, and he's 
leading the, or he has a 294 average. That's pretty good. Uh, it, it's it's what we just talked about with yeah. Cleveland. The fact that they have just solid across the board. Their everyday players are tearing the cover off yep. the ball. The fact that they're all batting right around 300, yep. and then a number of different guys that are platoon get get the plug and play treatment. Yep. Are 270. Bregman's yeah. 260, and he's played the most games on the team. And I mean, Altuve, once again, very padded, 287. Yeah, and, and he's been hurt, and he's been yeah. a huge addition back since he came back to them. 50, 15 home runs, which yep. seems, seems high for him, but he, he can hit for power, as we've seen a number of times. But I mean, and then the pitching staff. Yep. You mentioned Garrett Cole earlier. Mm-hmm. Justin Verlander's been great. Asuna's been an awesome pickup for him since that Ken Giles crazy, he hated. He hated the manager last year, so they got Roberto Osuna for yep. pennies on the dollar, seemingly, although Giles has been decently good yep. for the for the Blue Jays. Wade Miley. Yeah. The biggest suck. Holy shit of any pitcher. I still can't believe he's playing. Our good friend Joe Solly, shout out to him. He hates Wade Miley because he sucked as a Red Sox. And he loves pointing out when when oh, you know, Wade Miley sighting. Made made, made, Wiley. Wiley. made Wiley. Made Wiley sighting. He loves pointing him out. He's like, oh yeah, oh he's he's still in baseball. Are and you yeah. telling me Solly has a Wade Miley rattle meter? Oh, it's it's few few rattle meters of our good friend Joe Solly. But anyway, on the Astros, their bullpen's great. They have fantastic starting staff, and this team is is destined to make another run. Uh, and I think so, especially if they have Tyler White as uh, they put him into the rotation, the first baseman. His ERA is twenty one point six. Yes, he's. Made- He's made four appearances. He has uh, 3.1 innings pitch, seven hits, eight earned runs, four homers, five walks, two Ks. I mean, his K to, K to nine ratio is 5.4. So neither of us had had any sort of sniff of professional baseball. But if what, a position player... What are you player, talking about? I was a club... I'm a club athlete. Yeah, that's, good, that's true. You, you made it a step higher than me. And the, the men's league. Yes, and the men's league. If a position player strikes you out in Major League Baseball... You think you put money up, like for the team? You, you know, buy- like in hockey, I think so. I would yeah. think so. Yeah, you think so? How yeah, many did, you- did Roman Quinn have any strikeouts the other night? Because he was getting shellacked. Yeah, I don't know. He he might have. They've had a few. The Philly, Roman Quinn. He, talk about utility out outfielders coming in. Yeah, he's coming a couple times. Well, I fills. just love. I I've always loved to watch when a position player pitches. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, one that I can say is. Uh, one who's very, very consistently used. I, mean, I believe Kutch has been used over the years. Yep. Russell Martin. Yeah, Russell Martin's a big one. He, he's a good one. Um, um, yeah, there's there was some, there were some pretty good stories throughout the years, position players. But yeah, it's it's fun. I like when I like when managers do that. Don't waste an arm. I mean, that's the only reason I started pitching. Now I got I got a like a string. I don't have a good movement at all. But yeah. you know what? Sometimes you just need that person because you see it's like it's like Doc from Major League. You come in and you get the slow guy coming in on the bullpen card, and he takes his time, and yeah. then yeah, it happens. All right, so, are we going to cold teams in the AL now. Yeah, Bob? so we we mentioned two of them. All right, well, you want the Rays? You want the Rangers? Ugh. I'll take the other one. Okay, I'll, I'll go with the Rays. Go with the Rangers. Start us off. Yeah, the Rangers two and eight. We mentioned it. Uh, not a ton to really talk about here. This is kind of what we thought of their pitching staff. Yeah. We thought their offense was going to be really good. It has been throughout the season, sixth in major leagues of of uh, runs scored, but their pitching staff has really, really found its level. I'll put it that way, Jared. They are 2-8 and eight over their last 10 games. Uh, a staff ERA above 5 now. Uh, not good. Really, at this point, 
we talked about it last week of whether or not they would start to to shop a few guys. Mike Miner is going to be the big the big sweepstakes. They're in the midst of a huge road trip. They're out in Oakland this weekend. They come back for a few games and they hit the road again. I cannot not see them trading at least Miner, maybe a few other guys that are that are thrown out there. Um, and it's I think this is when you start to see the sale of the Texas Rangers. It was a really good story of what was going on for them. But I think we're going to finally see moves coming out of Arlington, Texas. Um, I don't want to really want to try, try to shit on them because it's yep. been a cool offensive story. Hunter Pence, another guy like Melky Cabrera, picked up, and you did not know what you're getting out of him. Yeah. He's finally back from injury and has still been pretty solid for him. Uh, but I think we're going to start seeing trades from them. Well, I, you know, you look at the Rays. I mean, the Rays are still second in the AL East. Yes. You know, so we can't say there. And I think we need to have a discussion after we talk about the Rays about an issue that happened the after day um, with them. So your Tampa Bay Expos, uh, I mean, once again, a Pirates prospect is leading the team. Austin Austin Meadows, he's their center fielder. He's batting two eighty six. Um, and then another Cardinals prospect, Tommy Pham, once again. 16, I think, believe this, look at it here, 16 ding-dongs, OPS at 371, and a 102 with hits. Yeah, I mean, they, they've done a good job of buying guys for bigger names that turn out to become their a bigger name in the, of themselves. Uh, one that the baseball junkie that you and I would know, maybe not a household name, but still a really good job of, of a guy like Tommy Pham. Yep. Guy, What's up, Pham? Yeah, all these different guys they get, I'd say they, they get... It's not the the four yeah. quarters equal the dollar yeah. trade, you know, the Bill Simmons that that comparison he always makes, but they get three quarters and a dime yeah. for the dollar they trade away. They actually get really a really good return on these of the number of players that they get. So it's very interesting of what they do. Um, I, I think another thing they're is, still in it. I mean, you they just have to give, we just have to give them kind of give them the the nod of we see you we see that you have a slow week because now the Red Sox are right right there with them exactly and I mean once again like we talked about the AL East in my opinion one of the better divisions in the American League yeah um, Toronto yeah. really starting to, to fade away well yeah and I so think making that making that argument a little tougher but definitely probably the be- the best or maybe second best in the American League yep. the West has been has been pretty solid yeah. all year and I, and I think another thing too uh, we need to talk about as well before we get back to the Rays here is uh Tulo retired. Yes, he did. Yes. Um, as that, that is our captain Seth walking down the steps, clapping for Tulo's retirement. Yes. Is that for the for his retirement or sad he retired? A little bit of both. A little, little bit, bit of both. both. Um, you know, Tulo. I think I personally think of him as a Rocky. Yes. It's like Larry Walker. Larry Walker, Rocky. Yeah, he he had a good stint on the on the Blue Jays too, but probably correct, correct. probably more more rocky than anything. Yeah. I mean, with the uh, with the with the Vaughn haircut. Yes. we're going major oh, yeah. league heavy today. Yeah, um, yeah, that's good. Good, good to bring bring that up because I would have either forgotten that because we would have either forgotten that or, yeah. or overlooked it. So I'm glad you brought that up when we had the opportunity. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a shame. He was a great player. He was a good guy. He had he had his moments where he was a little sassy, a little snippy. Oh yeah. Um, but just a great player at all. So it's sad to see. I mean, at 34, he still had, in my opinion, a couple years left. Yeah. Um, but what can I say? I'm 29 and I'm playing slow pitch softball. Yeah. But they're 28. Oh my God, I'm, I'm aging myself. Yeah. Some some of us. Oh, I am 29. Excuse me. I am. I we have now. gone how long now? And we did not wish our founder, the president himself, George Washington Cannell, the 18th. <laughs> 
happy birthday. So happy birthday, buddy. Happy Thank belated you. birthday at this Thank point. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, didn't do a birthday pod for the second year in a row. We okay. did what we incidentally did one two years ago for game, the, when we did Game of Thrones coverage. Ah. Remember that happened? Yeah, but it was a good birthday, and still uh, and we'll celebrate a little bit this weekend. Jordo Plus a nine next weekend. Your lovely, lovely girlfriend made a awesome ice cream cake. For it you, was a great which ice cream cake. Apparently, road cake. I was eating ice cream cake in traffic on the Walt Whitman Bridge last night. Yeah, yeah, because there was construction. But yeah. Okay, so. Let's go to Philly's talk. Oh, we, we're, we're not going to talk about the socks and rays, the issue? You want to talk about that now? Let's I was going to say that for Bleacher Creatures. We'll but... save it for Bleacher Creatures. Okay. All right. All right, what's going on with your fighting Phils in my 18th team? So, oh, they're third team. Don't, don't, don't discount them. I'm not, I'm just. I'm so just, the Phils, good week. A good week from them. We talked about the Pirates win. It was a good resilience win. From them, they showed a lot. Giving you one of those. Yeah, you give me the old uh, choke and poke. Uh, but it was, it was good. I mean, that a yep. few of those wins were, were solid. It's what they needed. A lot of the times, you've seen their late inning bats go to sleep, and they haven't really come back yeah. from it. You thought, I mean, they had the good win Friday night, the six-one yep. victory. I agree. And then Saturday, you saw the five-one, and you thought, shit, is this is this the weekend we're gonna have where they have a good Friday, and then the rest of it stinks? And the issue was they got jumped on early. Exactly. They they're coming to my opinion to be the team. Not too many come from behind wins, but if they get jumped on early, you can kind of see it just it mellows them out. It it zonks them out, and the big problem that Zonk. comes that comes with those is that it's. It depends on who the starter is. Because with Nola, they almost want to fight for him more. With a guy like Eflin, who now really does get jumped on quick, sometimes you see with Arietta yep. too, and they'll they'll fight for Arietta. But they you do, you see the you yeah. see it sucked out of them. The life just Well you know that's a noise. And, um, the, and that's, you just did you just send an email on Outlook? Yeah, I might have. Uh, I think with Arietta too, I mean I I understand you're pitching with Bone Spurs, dude. I don't. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, but so they pull the win out. They pull the extra yep. extra innings went out on Sunday, which was great because they needed they needed a day off. They and had one. Wanted, they go up to Detroit, and, and then they have another extra beer. You want a case of beer because I did win a case of beer. We will settle that up a little, in a little bit. Yep. But then the same thing happened. Yep. They go to Detroit. Granted, they had a, a lead, yes. and they they give it up. It's two two. They had a lot of different opportunities. But they go to extra innings, and the same thing here. Yeah. They keep missing all these opportunities, and they could have just rolled over and died yep. against a better team that's not the Detroit Tigers. Maybe they do lose yep. quicker than 15 innings, but they pull it out. Reese Hoskins, who sneakily, since he's come up, since he came up about two years ago, mm-hmm. leads the major leagues in go-ahead RBIs. Interesting. How many? Yeah. I think I believe it's 56. Wow. Yeah, I need the number. Is that in front any of me. point in the game, or if they win the game? It's a it's a go ahead. So yeah, so any, any anytime they go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They it, just like uh, the the go ahead goal. If it's retroactive, is that's the go true. ahead? I think that's what it counts gotcha. as. Um, I don't. This is what they flashed up on NBC Sports Philly. But then a nice a nice that guy, nice four four nothing win. So they're yep. Few games since we last met last week, but but four and one on a road trip. They come back. Huge series against Atlanta this weekend. Then they host San Francisco next week during the week. Well, I think uh, I think big the- old homestand for the Phils, and it's going to be really interesting this weekend because you got Arietta on the mound tonight. Okay. And then you got the you mentioned a little bit earlier, yeah. Jared. You got the Saturday night specials. Is it Nola? Nola is tonight. Uh, Nola is Sunday, I believe. Damn. Yeah. Wouldn't you? 
Man, I would wish you would take your starting pitcher, like screw it up, so he's the guy in the uniform for the day. Like, yeah, interesting that you say that because I mean, with all the different days off they've yeah. had, they probably could have figured out some way to do that. Because what did they have this week? They had the weird two-day free day week. Yeah, the rare, the rare Monday and Thursday off day. Yep. Usually, you only get one if you get a day off at all. Especially two weeks after the All-Star mm-hmm. break. Very weird that you yep. have this right then. But they hadn't had a day off since the All-Star break. Yeah. So I guess good good on you there. Um, yeah, and it's going to be really interesting to see how this series goes. Yep. Atlanta, really since that comeback win back in the middle of June, has really figured out how to get the Phillies out when, Jake, when uh, Aaron Nola is not on the hill. And it's going to be really important for the Phillies to at least take at least take – Two or three of this, if not oh, trying yeah. to sweep them, I because agree. they're still really trying to claw their way back into this division. They're five and a half out yeah. right now. It was pointed out that when they were five and a half games and fifty-four and forty-eight, both in nineteen eighty and two thousand eight, they won the World Series. Kind of weird, weird stat there. I don't know if this is this is it for the Phils or this is the the roster that yeah. that has it, even with some different acquisitions they make. I don't think this is necessarily their year. I'm just hoping they get to 90 wins, so I win my bet. But they gotta they gotta tighten up the bullpen a little bit. They need their offense to be more consistent. Are the two I keys that I said that I think they need to address at the deadline? And a bench bat would be great. A reliever arm would be yeah. awesome. And now that you have a lefty in Drew Smiley. Going out and getting another starter would be awesome mm-hmm. to really sure things up, but bullpen and a bench batter, my, that's my big wish list. No, and I think that's – those are the things you need because, I mean, they have been decimated by injuries this yes. year. Um, and that's something we can't go against. I mean, they still have a great minor league system. Yep. Uh, that's one thing that they've built on for years. Yep. So who, know, who knows what's going to happen? I, I don't believe it's this year. I no. think next year you're really going to start seeing. Next year, next year there's going to be a lot more hype. This year had a lot of the Bryce Harper build, which which you've seen with him and Manny Machado. It's really gotten, it's really helped. If I it's hear one more revenue. person say that Bryce is a bum, I'm going to throat punch him. So that was one thing that I thought was so funny on the extra inning game. There weren't a lot of people that remained there, but yep. there were these. They had to have been in high school kids who kept chanting "overrated" every time Bryce got to got got to bat, and when he would. Ground out, strike out. He didn't have a great game. But when he got out, they acted like they fucking just walked off the game. It was incredible. I mean, it's, I get, I was, you know, when he wasn't a Philly, it wasn't the biggest fan of yeah. his either. But it's, it's funny seeing, seeing how much somebody will get into your head, especially cross league and, and not yeah. even like, if we were NL Central and, yeah. or they were still at AL East and yeah. we, you know, we, had that sort of crossover yep. that way and maybe saw a little more of each other. I maybe would get it or the, if he came from the The, the old Eastern Division. Yeah, the old the old mega East. Which I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to them going back to getting rid of the Centrals and going back to East West. Yep. That's a that's a different conversation yeah. for a different day. But yeah, this weekend's gonna be really exciting and and when we come back to Bleacher Creatures, we will talk about the Saturday night specials because that is a I Bleacher think- Creature story. If we've ever had one, I think so. And, and at this point, uh, we'd like to. This is the intermission of this episode. Uh, yeah. We gotta, yeah, we're gonna we, take a break. We got to pay the sponsors. We actually we pay the sponsors. Yeah, let's take a quick break before we come back for Bleacher Creatures. We got to talk about a sponsor. 
Quick break to talk about our friends at Schneckbook. Jared, football season is right around the corner, and our friend Logan has a deal for you. Oh, what was he doing for me this time? Last time I lost my pants. Yeah, so Logan, you know his favorite code is RAVAGE90. That means that you get reduced to a 90% broker fee. Logan will reserve the right to take only up to 90% of any and all winnings from you. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me, Jared. You know what? I mean, knowing Logan, usually it comes with blood sport too. So uh, that's pretty good. I'll yes. take that as a matter so of So go fact. to schneckbook.com, use the code RAVENGE, and when they said who referred to you, make sure you throw our names in there. And make sure you put in Jared so Matty D doesn't get any false credit. Well, because, I mean, with uh, Matthew Stefano's bachelor party coming up in, in a few weeks' time, um, somebody is going to be ravaged. And it's going to be him, and he Oof. might end up in the middle of the lake in Deep Creek. Oof, all right. Well, and I, and I was asked to be the captain of the ship, so. Oh, that's it. There it is. All right, back to the program. Hey, what's going on? And we are here with Bleacher Creatures. Huh. So we mentioned the Saturday night specials. We'll start there before we jump into any of the other. It's a Saturday night wacky special. Stories. So the Phillies are bringing back, Jared, their. Saturday night specials, all maroon zip up jerseys. Mm. That were originally meant in 1972. God, I hope they're polyester. To be there every Saturday night jersey. The Phillies wore them in exactly one game and immediately got rid of them. Yay. They blew a 4-0 lead and thought these jerseys are cursed. We look terrible in them. They say Greg Lutzinski looked like a plum. We're done. We're done with these. So in come in the... Maroon pinstripe jerseys that we all know and love. They're all right. The away powder blue jerseys that have become the the standard of, you think, 70s Phillies jerseys. Which I do enjoy. Which were their away jerseys, I think, before this. This was supposed to be an alternate. But you see that you see the maroon shirt every once in a while, and you... Little do you know, it was one time. They're wearing it this Saturday against the Braves. We mentioned that a little bit before, but that is one of mine. I have, a, I have another one if you have one. Well, I, I think that's... You brought this to my attention not too long ago. Like I said, I've been out of pocket this week. So I'm going to look it up here. Puig shaves mustache. Yes. In the middle of a game the other day. So we're, we're all um, us baseball players. We are a, a weird creature. And um, what, I, what I can say is, for me, I will go as far as if I'm wearing... Pants down, I usually go socks up. So yep. that'll happen. Or maybe I'll flip my ball cap backwards because I never flip my ball cap backwards. Or I might wear, I never wear batting gloves. So maybe I'll throw a batting glove on. Maybe I'll have one out. You're not a batting glove guy? Mm-mm. I didn't know that. Big Moisey Salou guy. Oh, alrighty. Not saying that I do that, uh, but I lay up. Jared does not wash his hands, oh. ladies and gentlemen. No, I just pee on them. Uh. And uh, that, is, that is a farce. Yep. So our friend... Yasiel Puig, who, in my opinion, is America's friend. Oh, he's not. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of him. I, I really dislike his brash style. It, that's just me. But I'm also 60 years old. Had a he had a little bit of a, a lip forced, and it wasn't doing too hot for him. Um, so he closed down the rides for the day. Mustache rides were done, and he uh, shaved it off. I mean, hey. Do whatever's going to go for you. I can't, like, shave off a sideburn in the middle of our games tomorrow just because... Or an eyebrow. Yep. Because I'll probably, like, mar myself. But oh, I, I don't get it. I just I just don't get it these days. 
That's all I can say. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's, Did he uh, use Barbasol? Did he like? Was I don't know. It a straight start, razor? Was it a Gillette? Shit, Quattro? We should throw this into the the to be determined pod for a later date serial podcast we do. Yes. This is another. This is another case. Another curious case of Benjamin Button. No. Of Yasiel Puig's mustache. Oh my God. Ooh. Joe Boo's rolling his eyes right now. Oh, Joe jo- Boo got his yeah. back to me right now. We got to get him some rum. Yeah. So you want to jump into the incident now? And it doesn't involve me as an umpire in PSL. Yes. Yes. All right. Do you want me to lead it in? Yeah, you need to. Okay. So this is Thursday night. Down in Tampa Bay. Oh, soon to be Montreal. Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Thank you. Wednesday night. Why does it say Thursday? Oh, the, the article I'm reading is Thursday. Um, thank you. To, thank you, Producer Seth. He's earning that producer credit for yes, this week. Yes, he's doing well. The, the Rays and Red Sox. It's top of the eighth inning. The Rays bring in reliever Adam Kolarek to replace Charlie Morton, their starter. Who? Former Bucko. And former Philly. The one really hurts. Retires the pinch hitter Sam Travis on a pop fly. The lefty then gets put over to, to first base. Mm-hmm. A move that their manager Cash uses all the time. Moves a guy over to a position, brings in another reliever to retire Rafael. Uh, to uh, to retire Mookie Betts. Coral 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 Jesus. Kalarik. Thanks, Thank Seth. Not good at the reading. Comes in post post bats retires Rafael Devers. Mm-hmm. Devers. Devers. Yeah, if we're gonna really screw screw the pooch here. Alex Cora comes out really pissed off about how this all goes down because it was not announced what the Rays were doing with their DH. Yep. Says that they they technically had an illegal lineup. Protests it. It's formally under protest right now. You know who the crew chief was in all of this? You asked me this question early this morning when we were sitting out on the balcony, and I glibly and flippantly said, Angel Hernandez. And, and winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yes. Survey says... Bing! Bing! Angel Hernandez is there. Or it could have been Joe West. I mean, it's one of the two. Could have been. So so Cora goes, when he brought in the lefty and we saw what was going to happen, we thought he'd put him at first. I asked the crew chief, Angel Hernandez, about it. He gave me an answer. And I'm like, okay, this is about to get interesting. And it did. This is post-game. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. They had a pitcher at first base, they had a pitcher on the mound, and they still had the DH. Hard to explain. There's a lot illegal substitutions, but we'll see what happens. Cora claims the DH was kept in. Yep. Do you know what the DH rule is in, in all of this, if you decide? I, I, uh, I, I, from our understanding, it is umpire discretion on this. I never want Angel Hernandez to have any sort of discretion. Yep. Um... Please explain to me what it truly, truly is. So Angel Hernandez even said, in the case the manager fails or refuses to make the decision, the plate umpire is authorized to decide the necessary batting order. The umpire's decision is final. So his discretion, he decided what happened here because Cash never specified where Korolek would hit when he moved to first base. If he's taking the place of the first baseman, if he's taking the place of the DH, all this stuff. So now, after a 20-minute delay... It delays what would have been the start of the bottom of the eighth inning. Twenty-minute delay, huge delay. Oh, there appeared to be a lot of confusion, but I'm confident that we got it right at the end of the day. Cash said, "Okay, obviously it's not customary what took place, even though they do this all the time. They move pitchers from from spot to spot." Well, and what did I say last this morning? I said technically, 
He's now a position player. Yeah. So you've subbed him to become a position player, yeah. and you can bring him back in as a position player to pitch. Yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's... But let's see what happens next year with the pitcher-slash-position player designations. It'll be interesting. I mean, it's probably going to be the same thing. It's just yeah. I think that's more of a roster yeah. spot there. To look, I'm looking on the the box score. They did put in Kalarik at in the DH spot for Austin Meadows, which and he actually got pinch hit for, and he moved and the the pinch hitter moved to shortstop. So we had a lot of different finagling. Joey Wendell then moved from short to sh- second later in the game. So the box score lines up this way. Yeah. The umpire made this decision of saying this is what this is what happened. Mm-hmm. That's the rule. It happened that way. You can put it under protest all you want, yep. but that's the rule. I, I, you know, I, I think in this instance, it wasn't a time when Angel Hernandez was trying to be the story. Yeah. No, there, he wasn't. I mean, regardless of his Angel yeah. Hernandez, not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's goofy. It's just funny he happened to be the, the umpire. It's like we've talked about before, like in golf. I like how golf is starting to streamline the rules a little bit, so it's yeah. not as like you fart and the wind blows one way and that's yeah. an 18-stroke penalty. Yeah. Because if that was the case, I'd always beat you. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> the beers on the golf course really they get, get you. after me. Yeah. The, those, uh, I mean, those, um, what do you call transfusions too. Normally good. Normally good. Always good. Always great. So uh, should we go to the food corner? Yeah, let's go to the food corner. Speaking I found of transfusions. something. I found something. Oh, you got a good one? I do. I haven't been to a game in a while, so I haven't, I haven't had a good stadium snack to talk about. So please, so enlighten me. You're... Albuquerque Isotopes. Yes. They have unveiled oh, some stuff. I actually have a really good one. So, Joe, would you eat a burger with cotton candy on it? Probably not. What if it was a red chili cotton candy? Yeah. So, the tumbleweed burger. It is a nice patty of meat. Red chili cotton candy, green chilies bacon to the bun, and then ghost pepper cheese. That'll burn your O-ring. Yeah, that sounds... That'll, that'll be That good. sounds like fire. Fire on a bun. Let's go to the Comfort Burger. Okay. A burger and chicken strips doused in country gravy served atop a biscuit and devoid of chilies of any kind. So it's essentially biscuits and gravy with burger and chicken strips on it. That sounds incredible. It's delicious. That sounds awesome. So mine is no longer a stadium snack. It's a oh, there's more, there's more, man. Oh, all right, keep the, going. Kelly, yeah, I'll, we'll go into Jordy's mad at viral social media. The elote dog, ooh, with the Mexican street vendors. It is. Um, it looks like it's a dog with. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the cheese. So oh wait, here we go. Hot dog topped with Mexican roast corn, which we will be having this weekend. Corn is coming. I've come to find out. All right. Uh, chipotle mayo, queso fresco, and tajin seasoning. Ooh. Or, or very close to Jameson Tyone. Very close spelling. Um, and then they have a green chili cheeseburger, which is quite literally a cheeseburger with green chilies on it. But Interesting. That, this is spicy. That sounds spicy. I mean, is it spicy? But, I mean, you know me. I, I would try these things. I would do the, the, uh, the uh, burger with all the crap on it. I mean, I mean, you have to. That's like when, um, what was the bar that used to be open that got dinged for too many underages? Oh, McGrady's. No. No. The one at the Riverplex. Oh. Starters. Oh, Starters. Starters yeah. used to have those crazy... This is up in Bethlehem, by the way. We're getting a little inside joke Lehigh. Yeah. Eh, it's life. It ain't a joke. Yeah. Um, they used to do a uh, two four-ounce 
patties, beer battered, deep fried, and then bacon and cheese on it. That was the Mountain Hawk burger. And then there was also, no, that was the Penn State burger. The Mountain Hawk burger was between two grilled cheese sandwiches and eight ounce patty. We might need to do a tour to Lehigh of food. Yeah. There's some good good foods around the uh, the Lehigh Valley um, area, and I'm just I'm I'm, st- I'm cons- uh, still looking in the minor leagues here real quick. And Jordy, please talk to me about your yeah. So I was I was upset because I thought that the Montgomery Biscuits did Millennial Night again. Are Cause you? Because it had been it had been spreading around. Somebody kept sharing it all over social I, media. A oh, number like, of different like millennials do. A number of different people that I that I follow on Twitter and friends with on Facebook were sharing this. And I thought they brought it back, but no, it was. A reshare of last year's Millennial Night, where they had the avocado burger, and that's what I was going to talk about. Mm. But it was they had napping pods and all this stuff. So rehash of a of a classic classic uh, bleacher creature from last year. <laughs> but Jordy's mad at social media because people just weren't checking dates on these tweets they were retweeting. So we we should talk about what we're going to partake in this weekend. Yeah, I as mean, we wrap things up. As we wrap things up. And um, we have to go to work, so we have to well, yeah, why, be quick. Why the hell would we do that? Because yeah. that's what really pays the bills, unlike Schneckbook that'll take your family. Um, we are down here for the sh- uh, Summer Classic Shore Tournament through Philly Sports League. My employer is an umpire and as a player for multiple, multiple sports. Player ump, the classic combination. Which, did we ever talk about that on the podcast? We didn't. That's another, that's another one for another time. That is another one, but yeah. yes, that literally happened one night. Yes, um, that's a that might be an oral history. How are you doing? Yeah. Nothing wrong with an oral history. Oh, those are great articles. Let the awkwardness set in. Yeah. Um, now it, it's one of those where there's 27 teams in it this weekend. We are lucky enough that our Airbnb is here in Avalon. We are playing in Avalon. Um, we're trying to get that uh, late checkout on Sunday as well because I know hilarity will ensue. There's about 16 of us that'll be here staying the night. Um, all kinds of walks of life and people, and it, it's just this is. I have said it before, and Jordy, I said it the other day. When we were golfing. I'm very lucky for the sheer fact I get to we golf together and all that. Oh yeah. I'm lucky that we have created this team. Seth, Mike, Joe, yourself, me. Um, I'm just I ride along. You guys brought the team together. The, the folks that have been here, I think it, it's great that we had this opportunity to come down as friends. And really, just have a good time. We got walk-up music. We got numbers. We got Joe Boo. We got Joe Boo with a fake cigar. We need to get him a real cigar. We we, we do. We do. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only so much you can do with that with sending through the mail. You can't send cigarettes. This is in prison. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you hide it the right way, you can send it. I'd uh, hmm, let the awkwardness set in there too. Yeah. Uh, but what I can say Wait, is, it's it's, it's, it's early, or I guess it's early, early in the morning, hmm. late in the show, early in the morning. Um, now, it's going to be a great weekend. Truly looking forward to it. Um, we'll see what we can do. We have a one of the toughest schedules for our first two games. We have the we're, defending champs. We're in the group of death. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then the other team we don't know. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. Our color is now lime green after we were switched from white. And lime green is actually probably highlighter yellow. So, uh, you'll see like, us in full force. Like Team Randy Moss from the Pro Bowl. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But it was um, a team... Uh, Dion. Neon Dion. Neon Dion. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I didn't put two, two and two together. Maybe yeah, that's baby. what it was. Yeah, all right. So, Jordy, I, th- I think that wraps us up. I think that does wrap us up. we got to go to work. I, uh, I got a meeting in a little bit. I got to make sure I am ready for it. Yeah, buddy boy. Yeah, but Jared, I thank you. I know we uh, 
a lot of a lot of uh, staying flexible on both of our ends. So I appreciate it. Appreciate you driving me down. Hey, buddy. Yeah, and uh, make sure to, to stay to stay tuned because I think Maddie D and I are going to be dropping our first football pod on f- Sunday night. Who? Me and Maddie D. Who? He's coming back. He's coming back. What? He's coming back. He's you returning. Should, wait a minute. He's not, I'm not going to even say yeah, it. I'm not going to say it. I'm nah, keeping it, keeping it in. Keep it, keeping it real. Uh-huh. But yeah, then then I'm going to be away next week. So next baseball pod, we'll figure that out. Greg and I will find a time to record that. But I appreciate you guys all listening. Let us know what you think in the comments. Like, share, subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podcoin, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, ThunderBLG, Jared S. Barnes, Jordo9, Instagram, Facebook, Thunderbog Sports. But for my man, Jared Barnes, I am Jordy Cannell. Have a great weekend, everybody, and go Phils. And even though we're in Avalon, stay classy, Philly. And New Jersey.